0: What's going on Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, Matt Eberflus's comments about starting Lucas Patrick at right guard over Tevin Jenkins and kind of breaking that down a little bit. We'll also talk about Cole Komet and his comments on the offense and how they want to be a part of winning games. Talk about where the the Bears rank statistically on offense and defense compared to the rest of the league after the week three games. We'll get into all that and some more. Right after this, you are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So, first up, right off the top, Jalen Johnson, uh, his injury status is right now uncertain uh, for Sunday's game against the Giants. Now, there's more than enough time between now and then uh, for a decision to be made. Hopefully, he makes enough progress uh, to where he's able to get out there. On the field, we know we're a much better team with Jalen Johnson out there, especially when you look at some of the play from Fedor Kyler Gordon's still not as consistent as we hope he's going to be uh, in his career. So with those questions, we, we want Jalen Johnson out there as soon as we can. Now, he had a quote on this. He did say, of course, I'm ready and hungry to play, but I feel like it's nothing that I want to rush and make worse. And that's the key there, right? A lot of times with injuries, I think sometimes, you know, we we want players to be out there on the field as quick as possible. And it's natural, especially when you're a player of Jalen Johnson's stature and how important he is to this Bears' past defense and defense overall. But with that being said, like you want, you don't want him to rush it back to where it could be something lingering on and he's not 100% while he's out there. So he's going to take that time, get back. I'm sure they're going to put him on the field once they know he's fully ready and is not hampering him uh, too much. You know, everybody, it's football. After week one, everybody's dinged up some. So, uh, but to make sure it's not something that can be re aggravated, something that can make, him ca- make uh, cause him to sit down a little bit uh, more when he's out there. But with that being said, while he's turned out and turned up, well, while he's out, uh, Kyler Gordon, Kendall Vador, Jalen Jones, they all have to step up. They have to step up. We know that Gordon and Vador started last time. Vador did not look good at all. Kyler Gordon has looked hit and miss, right? It's been up and down for Kyler Gordon. He's had some good quarters, some good halves. But for overall, it has been very consistent for Kyler Gordon as of yet for the Chicago Bears, and so hopefully, you know, in this time of him being out, um, that that you know, Gordon specifically, Vador, I I don't know how to feel about about Kendall Vador anymore. I really don't. Like, there are some times where I'm just like, like I I expected, I well not expected, but I kind of wanted the Bears to cut him when when the roster cuts happened. Like Kendall Vador is such a frustrating player because there are times, right? There are small times, right? Nothing consistent. Where he shows some flashes, and you understand him having a role on this team. But it's like overall, it's just I don't see anything to me, right? And I'm just a guy sitting here with a microphone in his studio talking football. The coaching staff are there; they're seeing him every day. They see the work that he puts in in practice, things like that. But just from what I see, the results on the field are marginal at best to me, even when Vidor's at his best. So, regardless of that, this was not supposed to be uh, uh, me analyzing Kendall Vidor's game or whatever. But I. I, I Gordon Invador Jalen Jones, they all have to step up. They have to step up while Jalen Johnson is out, period. Um, we don't have any. I, I don't see the Bears going out and trying to acquire anybody else over this time because it doesn't seem to be anything that that could keep him out for an extended period of time. Now, he could miss next game, but I don't think if, it, if he does miss next game, I don't necessarily see going past that, so I don't think the Bears need to, like, make any knee-jerk reaction or moves, but need to see some internal improvement. Hopefully the players step up in next week's game against the Giants. But with that being said, let's move on to the next topic for today. And that is, you know, one of the biggest questions and one of the biggest things that I've turned around on is, is Tevin Jenkins. I came into the season having a lot of doubt around Tevin Jenkins, how he's going to be able to, but I have always said, I wanted to see him work out and hopefully hit his potential here on the Chicago Bears back when those trade rumors were going on. One of the things is is kind of moving Tevin Jenkins in and out. Uh, Lucas Patrick did get the start over Tevin Jenkins in the last game. And Matt Eberflus kind of, well, not kind of, he did explain why. He basically just said that Lucas Patrick got the start and most of the reps because he had a better week of practice than Tevin Jenkins. Um, He said that Tevin Jenkins did not have or indicated that he didn't have a great practice on Wednesday. But the thing is, is while practice is very important, right? That is how you prepare for the game. But on game day, Tevin Jenkins has proved he's the better option at right guard, period. Um, he In pass protection, he ranks 77.9 and run blocking 72.9. That's per pro football focus. And uh, Patrick has struggled in pass protection. He's only at 32.6 and run blocking in 44.7. So the answer at right guard is not Lucas Patrick. It's Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins has proved every bit that he deserves to be the starter at right guard. This fluctuating in and out I get it. Like I said, practice is cool and everything, but are we will- are we-, are we talking about practice? No, but without that being said, it's like, seriously, we need to see some continuity there. That's how you get development. And Tevin Jenkins is still a young player. You want to keep him in that. I don't care if he had it, a- unless he had a completely just horrible. If he had a bad practice, guess what? People have bad practices. Tevin Jenkins in games has been the better option at right guard every single game this season, and he needs to be getting the start, in, in my opinion, there. and that just. That goes to some of, I understand, again, as I said, and I said this over on Chicago Bulls Central t- t- today as well, Like I understand the thought process behind saying, hey, Tevin had a, had a, had a bad uh, week of practice. Let's go ahead and move on. I can understand the thought process, but I don't agree. Like With where this team is, when you have somebody who the pass protection hasn't been the best, hasn't been the worst either, you want to keep somebody in there who's been performing in games. Even if they do have a bad week of practice, pull them to the side, motivate them heading into the game. But you, you, you as much confidence as it seems that Matt Eberflus has put in the young players on this team, the first, second, third-year players on this team, for them to trust and that he's invested in their development, you don't want to take that away by not only pulling him out of the starting lineup, but then not giving him the, the mo- most reps there when you see it's not working. Lucas Patrick at right guard did not work in that game. When you saw that that was not working, that change should have been made, much less him being pulled from the starting lineup keep Tevin Jenkins in that starting lineup because he's going to offer the best situation, the statistics that are there to prove it, the rankings that are proven, it, it's all there. Everything points to Tevin Jenkins being the best option at right guard for the Chicago Bears team, and we need to see. Now, this adds to just, while I said this, I believe in this coaching staff overall. I love what Matt Eberflus has done to change the culture. I love how he how he's empowered the younger players, but there are some questions, questionable decisions being made here by the coaching staff, and not starting Tevin Jenkins is one of them. On top of that, some of the some of the decisions on third third down last game are are as well. We ran the ball on third and 10. We ran the ball on third and 17. We ran the ball on third and 6. Then and Eberflu, and uh, you know saying not using the three timeouts uh, that we had and letting Justin Fields try to move the ball down the field in the last game. You have to continue that trust in your younger players even when they are, they are facing some adversity. You have to continue that trust. I can understand the third and six, but the third and 10 and third and 17 and Matt Matt Eberflew saying that, you know, they ran the ball because they felt that they can get that that yardage on the run. You had three timeouts, didn't use it, didn't let your quarterback to get him a chance to run some two-minute offense. It's less than that. But to try to get the Bears in scoring position. These are the things that I have questions about. Again, not that I don't understand some of the thinking behind it, but it's some serious questions that I have about just some of the decisions that this coaching staff is making right now early in the season. Now, hopefully with trust, hopefully with time, hopefully with development, we see this come a little bit, and they learn from their mistakes. I'm sorry, running the ball on 3rd and 10 and 3rd and 17, even with how good your pa- your run game is being, that was a mistake. And hopefully they're looking at that, as well as not starting Tevin Jenkins, to make some improvements for this team to put us in better position. One thing that this coaching staff is doing, it, it, they're playing to win. As much as people say, hey, this is a rebuilding year, and they kind of frame it as if it's a throwaway year, this coaching staff is trying to win games. Guess what? Playing Tevin Jenkins and starting Tevin Jenkins at right guard is going to help you win games, period. And hopefully they, 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 they see that, they make those type of adjustments. We see better, um, better output from that overall. And so with that being said, as far as like the coaching decision, Cole Komet talked about wanting to be a part. Direct quote here. I want to be a part of the reason why we win. I don't know if that sounds selfish offensively, but I want the offense to be the reason why we win a game, and that's what we're working towards. Period. Period. I, I don't say that, but like, while the, the run game is amazing, and that is a great tool for the Chicago Bears, I've talked about how we can hopefully make it even better over time. Like, yes, this running game is special. Let me be having Darnell, not Darnell, having David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert as your one and two running backs is a luxury that not a lot of teams in the NFL have. When you, we still haven't seen a lot of trust in Ebner to even know what we expect, that at some point him and his ability in the passing game and things could be special as well. I understand that, but you, but you do want this offense. Like, I get it. We're the Chicago Bears. Our, our defense has always been our moniker, right? We know. We want to be the monsters the way midway we know that. But when you have a quarterback that you're saying that you trust as being your franchise quarterback, and you have the tools, and Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, yes, they need to perform as well, but you do want to see them come along. And we'll talk about where this offense ranks because it's not good at all, as far as it. But a lot of that, some of that is on the coaching staff, some of that's on the offensive line, some of that's on. Ju- There's a lot of blame to go around as far as why where things are with this offense where they rank. But the good thing in this is being able to say that even with those issues, as of right now, the Chicago Bears are two and one, two and one to start the season, and very well could have been not easily, but they could be three. They could have been three and zero oh with some some. Um, Packers kind of blew that up by the way. But nonetheless, it could be a change of momentum. We we don't know how how that other game could have went. But there's this there's still been enough here that we've been winning games. Yes, our defense, running game. There was things that we can bet on. But we want to see that passing game come along and a little bit more trust placed on Justin Fields, the receiving core, things like that. But all right, let's move on from that. Let me know what you guys think about that one down below. But let's talk now about where the Bulls rank statistically. On offense and defense, after week three, it's not it's not good at all on offense. So, points per game, the Bears ranked 20th at 17.3 points per game. Passing offense were dead last in the NFL, 32, with only 78.3 yards per game passing. Rushing were second in the NFL, with 186.7 yards per game running the, the football. Overall, our total offense dead last in the NFL, 32, uh, only getting 265 yards per game overall. Third down conversions were 23rd. We've only converted 34% of our third downs. Red zone scoring, six. Uh, we ranked six uh, with 71%. Not bad at all there. Sacks allowed. We we're 27th in the NFL with 10 sacks allowed as well. And turnovers were tied for 15th around the middle of the pack there with four. Um, defense. Much better side of the story here. Points allowed, we are 11th, with at, with averaging 19 points per game allowed by our defense. Our passing defense is 9th in the NFL, 201 yards per game we give up there. Rushing defense, 30th towards the bottom of the league, 157 yards per game, we're giving up rushing. Total defense, we're ranked 20th right now, uh, thir- 358 yards per game, we know what, what's going on there. Third down conversions, were 20th, we allow 42% of the third downs to be converted. Red zone defense, we are eighth in the NFL with 50%. Sacks tied for 22nd at six. And takeaways, we are tied for seventh in the NFL on takeaways. So take with those numbers, you do what you will. I like to give them because I like to see where we're ranking in the NFL. We know how we can make this offense better, at least on paper. It's up to them to execute in the games to give us a better position, to be better on that area. We need to see our if our if passing if our passing game can even come along to being middle of the pack in the NFL. If we can have a middle of the pack passing game in the NFL with the way that we're running the ball, we can have a top 12 offense in the NFL just by making those changes. We need to see the passing game come along. The running game, solid. You can bet on that. Third down conversions, we need to improve on that. That hopefully comes along with the passing game improving as well. We want to see these type of things improve. We want to see that. We we, we got to break that down. We, we got to see those improvements. If those if those things can improve and we can hold on and, and stop the turnovers, we're retired for 15, we can see drastic improvements for this team. We can see that. And hopefully we do. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm holding down for Bobby and C. Dub. We will be live tomorrow, by the way. So be on the lookout for that. But otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns ChicagoBearCentral@gmail.com. gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail to be played on our Friday mailback episodes, Number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.